Welcome to the Holistic Lifestyle Co. podcast with your host, that's me, Stephanie. Here we unravel the world of wellness together, taking a 360 degree approach to holistic health, while taking a few detours into my personal journey and holistic health work along the way. As a holistic lifestyle coach, massage therapist, yoga and meditation teacher, as well as a fellow messy, chaotic human, there's quite a lot to explore. Let's get started. Hello and gosh, welcome to episode one. It's actually been like a four-year journey to get here and finally put this podcast together. Um, So yeah, isn't this exciting? I thought instead of just jumping into episode one and running through my entire sort of um, life up to this point, I thought, okay, episode one, here we go. Let's dip our toe in the water. Let's just take a moment to land. I'm going to introduce myself. Um, I mean, some of you know me. Some of you you probably know me very, very well. Um, And others, you know, maybe, maybe don't know me so well, or perhaps absolutely not at all. So I did really want to take this This first episode is an opportunity to say hello from me. Um, I'm Stephanie. I own Holistic Lifestyle Co. And gosh, it's wonderful to have you here. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to sharing with you through this podcast. Now, I wanted this to be a space that I could share my personal experiences throughout my life. Everything that's taken me up to moving into the wellness world, what you know pushed me to opening my yoga meditation studio, what moved me into um, teacher training, training up yoga students to then become yoga teachers. I now run a couple of meditation teacher training courses each year. Um, and I mean, this is all, it's not, it's not just a job to me, it is my absolute life. It's what I live and breathe. Um, and there's many, many personal circumstances and situations that have sort of taken me to this point, I suppose. As with everyone, I find anyone who either makes their way onto the yoga mat for the first time, um, has a close relationship with yoga or meditation, or is even perhaps a yoga teacher, what I find is that 90% of, of those people have a story, have moved through some shadow, have have moved through some heaviness, some darkness in their life. Um, and you know that whether it's yoga or meditation, what I call it, it's kind of this this spiritual realm, this journey that we begin to to kind of move through um, and that we consciously choose to partake in. It's almost a coping mechanism. To begin with, it's a way of just getting out of the mind back into the body and and just having the opportunity to put one foot in front of the other, finding moments of peace on the yoga mat. Um, but it becomes something more. It kind of becomes a part of your, your life. It, it, it runs through your veins. It's impossible to put down once you've found it. You know, we fall off the, the yoga wagon sometimes, um, or the meditation wagon maybe, <laughs> where we, we stop practicing for a while and that in terms of that physical practice. We might not step on a yoga mat or go to classes as often as we perhaps used to, whatever it might be. We might not get up every morning and sit to meditate. We sometimes, you know, think we've like fallen off the wagon, but 
actually this kind of path, this journey, it doesn't leave you. It's meditation, um, yoga, it's so much more than the postures or the sitting to meditate in a sort of cross-legged posture on the floor. It's a way of living, it's a way of seeing the world that you then can't unsee. It's a way of recognizing the, the light, the love, the unconditional love that is inside of all of us. And once you've seen that, it's very difficult to unsee it. It's something that you carry with you um, forever. And so, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to share. I'm probably in episode two, I'm going to share this. Not in episode one, but in episode two, I'm actually going to share um, the shadows, the heaviness that brought me on this journey, that well, it, it literally saved my life. Um, and I felt such a deep calling a deep, deep calling, like literally in my bones that I needed to share this with others. And so, yeah, from there, I, I opened my yoga and meditation studio in the Midlands. That was absolute beautiful journey in itself. Um, yeah, it was stunning. We converted up a, a three-story building. We had two studios in there. We had the healing room where you could these beautiful treatments that was reiki energy healing um energy healing massage there was hypnotherapy there was so many beautiful therapists that worked from the space we did a lot of um sound healing those shamanic journeys cacao ceremonies and of course every style of yoga the teachers were incredible um but yeah what i, I actually did uh well when did i do this i think it's just over a year, year and a half ago almost, that I, I sold that business. I sold my yoga meditation business um, and made a six-hour move down south to Cornwall. So, yeah, I made a big old move. I sold my house. I sold my beautiful business. Um, and I kind of bundled the dogs into the camper van <laughs> and, yeah, moved down to Cornwall. I didn't actually um, have a house at that point. I just had the, uh, the camper van. So I sold my house, sold the business. Um, and so, yeah, I spent the first sort of couple of months living in the camper van, which it was summertime. So I won't lie, it was wonderful. It was a pretty good experience. Um, I'd like wake up at 5 a.m. and get the dogs onto the beach and they could have a good run around. I'd have a little swim in the sea while they'll sort of like sniff around in the sand. It was stunning um, and watching the sunrise. And yeah, that was amazing. Uh, I didn't sort of rush the process of finding a house down in Cornwall straight away. Gosh, if you're from Cornwall, you know that that's sort of uh, a can of worms in itself, <laughs> trying, to, trying to find a house down here, like a needle in a haystack. Um, but yeah, I found a teeny little Cornish cottage in the end, um, like so tiny, you couldn't swing a cat, which is fine because I don't have one, I've got dogs. Um, but yeah, it's, oh gosh, I love it now. I feel so settled. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's got lots of old stonework um, and, you know, just the little features that you get in old Cornish cottages. So yeah, lots of maintenance, but lots of love as well. So yeah, one thing you, you're going to absolutely get to learn about me and either love or hate is that I go on tangents. I, I do sort of, I do sort of wander down um, a path, um, like down a rabbit hole. So I'll try and, I'll try and keep myself to the thread of the story. But yeah, here I am. Here I am in Cornwall, living here now. I think I've been here maybe eight months now. I genuinely feel part of the furniture. I, oh gosh, I feel teary actually saying this out loud. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I've ever really felt like I fully belonged anywhere. The community um, in the Midlands where I had my studio, the students, the teachers was just so incredible. It was so beautiful, um, but I've never really felt fully like I belonged somewhere. I've never really felt like I've had that tight-knit community, that group of um, friends around me until I moved down here. Um, yeah, it, it's oh, got such a lump in my throat right now. <laughs> I feel so welcomed. Um, the the friendliness of of people, the friendliness of people down here is just yeah. They kind of welcome you with open arms, or at least I've been lucky enough to find those people. Um, I genuinely, I, ne- I feel like I've never had so many friends. Like I, I never have had so many. I've always been the a massive introvert. Um, I seem like an extrovert on the outside. I seem like really quite um, loud and um, bouncy and full of energy, which you know I often I often am. It's, um, it's a bit of a an ADHD trait, perhaps that we are incredibly well. Some of us incredibly hyperactive and full of energy and bouncy, and then we're absolutely drained and we're exhausted and we need to just withdraw and spend like a month completely on our own. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's my experience anyway. It's been incredible to come down here. I think the most magical thing, um, is that when you move to a new place, when you uproot and you move somewhere new, and by the way, when I moved down here, I didn't know a single soul. Like I couldn't name one person where I was going. I couldn't name a single person. Um, I didn't know anyone. So it was a a big old move. Um, it was a big leap of faith. Uh, but intuitively I felt like I was meant to be here. Anyway, anyway, I got down here and of course I was living in the van at first with the dogs and I'd go to this coffee shop each morning and um, and I said to the, the, one of the girls that worked there, I said, I've, I've just moved down here, I actually don't know anyone. Um, and she was like, well, my goodness, let me add you into this WhatsApp group that's, you know, it's just girls in the group. And it's all like newbies to, to the area, like people who've moved down here within the past sort of a year or two. Um, and it was a group of like, I think there's like 26 um, girls in the group now on WhatsApp. And yeah, it's one of them spaces where you don't need to know anybody in the group. You can just pop something on there that says, hey, I fancy going for a walk on the beach or going for a surf or does anyone want to go grab a coffee or a drink later? Um, and someone in the group or maybe a few people would be like, hey, yeah, I'm up for that. And it wouldn't matter if you'd met them before. Um, and so, yeah, like we'd sometimes put in the group, hey, does anyone fancy like a, you know, a 6am swim in the morning? And some of the girls, like, you know, a handful of them be like, yeah, I'm up for that. I don't start work till later. And they just show up and you'd kind of, yeah, you'd make friends that way. What an amazing concept, by the way. I feel this should be started in every single um, sort of community, um, in every single town, whatever. Um, because when you are older and well, I'm 32 now, um, when you're say not at school, not at college, not at university, um, and well, I'm like self-employed, so I don't work in a sort of big organization where you meet people there, but it's very difficult to actually make friends. You make acquaintances, um, and you know, this person and that, but it's very difficult to cross over to hanging out. And so to actually have a WhatsApp group and be added in, welcomed in, um, and have 
that many girls in the in the same boat to me and I say it was it was just a girls group it was I mean it doesn't have to be but it just so happened to be <laughs> um but yeah it's just so special I mean how beautiful I have spoken to so many um you know men women clients because I, I do a lot of um holistic lifestyle coaching sort of you know day to day as part of my work um and something that I really notice um, that's a struggle for many, many people is how to make friends, how to make friends that you either have stuff in common with or just, you know, get on well with. How on earth do we make friends when we are sort of, you know, the ages of not going to uni, not going to school, not, not you know, doing all these things that just force us into groups of people of similar age or similar interest to us. And it's a tricky one. Um, and I notice a lot with people certainly clients tell me this like oh you know well to make friends I've joined um yoga classes and yoga studios and it sounds like such a wonderful way to make friends going to like a yoga class or a meditation class or a sound bath and in in my experience of going to like yoga classes um you kind of go in and you, you take your shoes off and you get yourself settled down and there's that almost library feel that hush hush of when you're in the space you kind of sit and you might whisper but um yeah, you don't really, you don't really chit chat. You sit down, the class begins and well, you don't talk, do you? You don't talk in a yoga class. The teacher will guide you, but you do your thing in absolute silence, um, as it should be, you know, out the head and into the body, (laughs) getting grounded. And then you leave and you might, you know, you might cross words with, um, a person here or there, but you kind of put on your shoes and you sort of totter out the door after a few minutes and that's it. Yoga classes and meditation classes are, in my opinion, the worst place to to go and make friends because it's a place where you're in total silence and then you leave. (laughs) I mean, of course, I know there's many um, there's many places um, that you sit and you can have tea afterwards, sit and have a cup of tea and get together and chat. Um, There's, of course, women's circles um, that welcome up space to have a chat. And normally, um, yeah, normally what we kind of want is to just sit and connect with people. And I know my studio had this. We had a big table downstairs and we had sofas and we had, um, you know, tea. Um, you can kind of sit and connect. But on the whole, usually you just, like I say, you totter into your yoga class, you totter out and that's it. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I go back down a tangent here, but let's return to the point. It's pretty tough to make friends, certainly when you move somewhere and you don't know anybody then the throwing on top of that being self-employed. So I feel so, so lucky to have just found such a wonderful group of people down here. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I would love to know your experiences if you have moved or even if you haven't, if you just find it a little bit tricky and tough making friends um, and, and how to get past that. Oh, the weather's nice today. Da, da, da. Oh, what did you do at the weekend? <laughs> to try and move deeper into um, having deeper conversations with people. So, yeah, it's it's really nice to, to be here. Feeling, like I say, part of the furniture. Um, I hadn't actually spent that much time in Cornwall, to be fair, before I moved. So I've just moved through my first winter here. Well, it's still winter been pretty wet pretty rainy but not too bad and actually the first time ever um I've got had like a log burner in my house because yeah I didn't have one um in my old house so I've got a log burner and I 
I can't tell you how cozy that's been. The dogs have been curled up in front of it. It has been beautiful. I feel like I've kind of landed on my feet a little bit in moving down here. Um, within the first sort of couple of months, I, you know, met someone that I clicked with, like instantly, instantly clicked. Felt such a deep connection. Um, so now I'm in this beautiful relationship. Um, the dogs love him. I love him, which is good. Um, so yeah, I feel like things have just fell into place so beautifully. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually was so happy um, back in the Midlands. I was so happy. I loved my house. I loved my job, the studio. I loved it, loved it, loved it. I loved, um, you know, the people. But I don't know. It wasn't even that I felt there was something missing. <laughs> I just felt this pull to move that I needed to just start again not because anything had gone wrong. Um, I just needed to begin again. I just needed to move. I needed to be by the sea, by the water. A lot of people feel drawn to the water element. It's incredibly healing. Um, it's calming. It's peaceful. I felt like I was living a very yang heavy life. And what I mean by that is feeling like I constantly needed to be more, to achieve more, um, I felt like I was constantly carrying these labels around of who I was, who people perceived me as, the sort of person I needed to be, um, the sort of yoga teacher, studio owner I needed to be. And I did a post on Instagram, which is actually the most popular post that I've ever put out there. It wasn't even just with likes and comments, but people messaging me saying, I relate so much to that post. And it was a long one. I think I kind of named the post um, Unbecoming. I'm sure I did. Um, unbecoming, because that was that, that deep calling that I felt I just needed to unbecome. I wanted to step away from, you know, being that that person that was successful at doing what they did and I wanted to step away being a studio owner and um, I wanted to step away from all these labels that I carried and that other people would perhaps place on me and I just wanted to kind of become nobody. I mean Ram Dass actually talks a lot about this um, but I wanted to unbecome everything, everything that I was or had built up to be and to just start again. And yeah, that, that's it's kind of literally what I did. I moved down here and no one knew my name. <laughs> um, no one knew my name. I knew no one else's name. And I just, I just got to start fresh. I just got to be like, hi, I'm Stephanie. I've just moved here. And that is it. That's my whole story. There's all of it. Um, and sort of just starting over. So here we find ourselves. Anyway, this is a, just a sort of brief little introduction, to be honest. I, I want to talk, like I say, I have, I have been through so much shadow, so much heaviness um, in my life. Um, so many experiences that have pulled me down to what at the time felt like hell, felt like I was just sort of living, breathing, existing in hell. Um, and we are going back a while, to be fair. We are going back about 12 years. So, um, yeah, I do want to talk through this whole journey. I want to talk through the incredible, oh, I don't want to say spiritual awakening because it sounds like a bit of a buzzword, but what else could I possibly call it? 
um, the way that I was sort of healed instantly, instantly, like really healed. Um, and how that opened my eyes to this journey, this, this spiritual journey, this awakening into what life actually could be if I just surrendered and lean in and trusted. And so, yeah, the heaviness, <laughs> the talk on the heavy bits are going to come in episode two. But let me just know, let me just let you know rather what to expect for the podcast. I'm not very good with technology, so I tell you now, I cannot be faffing with editing. If the dog barks or, you know, whatever, um, postman knocks at the door, I'm probably not going to bother editing it out. I won't lie. It's a bit of a faff. And life is so edited these days. It's edited on Instagram. We edit with filters. Like, life is just life. If I cough or sneeze, I'm, I'm not going to edit it out. I won't lie. Yes, part of that is because I haven't quite figured out how. But even if I did, and I could Google it, um, yeah, let's just not. Like, life is life. If we are having a chat in a coffee shop together, you know, the door's going to open and close. Someone's phone might ring. A dog barks. It is what it is. And I want this to feel like we're just having a bit of a chat. I want it to feel like we are kind of getting to know each other. And I say each other because I know I'm the one talking here. But I want you to get in touch. I want you to reach out. I want you to message me. I, I want you to, um, you know, leave any comments. Um, I want this to be a kind of a little bit of a, a back and forth relationship here. So, yeah. What to expect? <laughs> Do you see what I mean about going on tangents? Do you see what I mean? This is the story of my life, um, quite literally. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to weave in a lot of my personal journey and, of course, you know, day-to-day -day stuff on what's going on with me um, down here in Cornwall. Life in Cornwall is, you know, stunning, 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 and there's always stuff to report back on. Um, but also, this is a place to, to talk about energy to talk about the philosophy of meditation yoga i teach a lot of yin yang philosophy um i teach a lot on the chakras the meridians the energy body in short i am a yoga meditation teacher i'm a holistic lifestyle coach and i'm a energy work massage therapist um which is interesting um, in itself. I specialize in deep tissue um, massage, working with the energy body, which we'll talk through um, at a later date because it works with the alignment of the chakras, the meridians, and the, of course the, the tissue of the body, the physical body. And so we'll talk all about these things, but what I want it to be a space of is sharing personally and also talking and and mulling over the, the philosophy of life, of energy. I teach a lot on the concepts of time, um, of connection to nature, of almost metaphysics um, in terms of the spiritual world and meditation and going deep. Uh, it's, it's tricky to describe until we kind of dive straight in, I suppose. I'm also going to be sharing a lot of techniques on how I coach my holistic lifestyle clients, um, ways in which we start to understand the subconscious, the programming of our mind, the prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that allows us to kind of think and make 
conscious decisions every day. The part of our brain, the subconscious that rules the habits and the beliefs that are already ingrained that rule like 80% of our life. Um, we're going to understand how we can begin to shift and change these patterns, how to move towards a better version of ourselves. I'm a big believer in 1% improvements every single day, making 1% improvements, moving towards the version of ourselves that we want to be. So yeah, there's going to be episodes that are personal shares, episodes that are talking and teaching about mindset or meditation work. I I have a online yoga... yoga. This, these are the bits I'm not editing out, by the way, because um, I have an online yoga and meditation studio where I teach lots of yoga flows, of course, but also lots of meditations. Now, my style of meditation isn't drop the shoulders, relax the jaw, um, you know, soften the body, breathe. There, there's a lot of philosophy woven in. I talk a lot through the meditations. I weave in teachings. Um, I weave in the understandings of the, the energy body, the understandings of, you know, the time and space dimension. Um, there's a lot that goes into the meditations and I want to start to talk about some of that. So I teach a lot of this on my online space. I have a lot of wellness workshops on there, um, chakra workshops, um, all of these different things. So if you're interested in the learning side of things, the energy work, you're going you're gonna to enjoy checking out my online space, but also, like I say, the shares here um, and breaking down each topic in a little more detail. So yeah, let me gently just sort of wrap this introduction up. I waffle on, as you can tell, quite a bit. That is what it is. It's just me. So yeah, take it or leave it, I suppose. Take it or leave it. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really grateful to have you here. I cannot even tell you. I'm so grateful that you have joined me for this first episode. Hopefully you stick around. Um, trigger warnings for, you know, the next episode. I'm going to talk about, oh gosh, going to talk about anxiety, depression. I'm going to touch on suicide. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go deep. I'm going to share more than I have ever shared before. Um, I'm going to share bits that I've only ever shared with a handful of people. But life is for sharing, isn't it? This earth school we're on is all about teaching us how much can we trust, how much can we love, how much can we you know, lean in and surrender. Life is about sharing. It's about letting down the walls that surround our heart space. We put these walls up to protect our heart. Um, and I think it's, it's important that we take time to let those walls down. Just take away a brick at a time. Slowly let the light pour back into your heart. And yeah, let go of worrying about other people's opinions. Let go about of worrying about what people think. Um, and just lean into your heart space. Lean into trust. Just be guided that everything, everything figures itself out of, as long as we trust and we love unconditionally. Namaste actually means just that. It means the light, the light the love inside of me sees, honors, and recognizes the light, that love inside of you. Underneath the layers of the busy mind, the busy thoughts, the ego, underneath the layers of how other people choose to react or respond or speak, 
um, underneath the physical body, the clothes that we dress ourselves in, underneath all of that is that light, that unconditional love, the soul, the pure, pure soul of a person. And namaste means just that. I see, honor, and recognize the light inside of you, from my light to yours. And so, yeah, namaste to all of you. Um, I'll see you, see you in episode two. Thank you for being here.